Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, thank you so much for pressing play on this episode of Aldi, Butter, Goody, that's the name of the podcast. This week, we're reviewing Osmosis Jones, and it's a lot of fun. The movie and the review. But before we get right into that quick little thing to mention up top in Australia, it is still technically winter, I think? And in winter, it loves to rain, and it rained while we were recording this episode. That's something that we try to record around, schedule around when we know rains and storms are coming, but this one snuck up on us, and I've had to do some noise removal uh, during the first 20 minutes of the episode, just on Zach's half. Something's different with his microphone to my one. It's a whole tech thing. I won't bore you with it, but... If you're like, why is the audio quality different? That is why. It's not super noticeable, and it's only in the first, like, 20 minutes of the show, but I just thought I'd come in early, let you know what's going on, and then we'll get into the episode. Here it is. This is Osmosis Jones. Enjoy. Imagine a year where Chris Rock plays an animated character that isn't annoying. Whoa, I can't even imagine that. What year is it, Zach? The year is 2001. One, 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 one. Welcome to the welcome to the welcome to the podcast. Uh, uh, I guess this is the intro now. Hello. <laughs> I think that intro was sugar honey iced tea. Welcome to the podcast, Oldie Buddy Goody, where we talk about movies from 2001 in the order they came out in. We do kids' movies mostly, and that's what we're doing this week. <laughs> Oz Moses Jones, starring Chris Rock. My name is Sandra Felcher, and I'm joined by Zach the Lion. Oh, shit. All right, because it's Madagascar. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, look, I'm doing my best. Oh, what was his name? Was his name Maurice? Maurice? I'm doing whatever that lion's name impression, because he was stupid. Maurice. I have not seen any of those movies in over a decade. That might have been the giraffe. Oh, the guy from Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, good stuff. This episode is coming out at a really good time. Not We're not coming out at a good time. We're doing it at a good time because this is a movie about someone getting sick. Mm. And, Zach, you are fully sick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I've been, I've, I've had the, the good old shalt not be named disease that has been going around. I finally got it after, like, years of working in retail and just waiting for for it to come. Yes. Uh, I finally got it. But for the most part, I'm okay. Yeah. I'll say, sleeping sucks, but luckily my my Osmosis Jones, my, my inner Osmosis <laughs> Jones, was joined by quite a few... Uh, what was the pill name? Uh, Drix? 
Drix. Oh, no, Drips. Yeah, he was joined by a lot of Drips. A lot of Drips. And that, that helped out. I, it's funny how, because um, when I got sick, was that during was that during the Pulse episode? Which was also about the world falling apart. So, <laughs> so we have one episode where you're sick and the world's falling apart. The other episode where I'm sick, where we're talking about... A guy getting a disease and and fighting it off. Yeah. This, is, this is great. This is great. But yeah, Osmosis Jones. Ironic. I, I don't think I had seen this before. I think that this is my first time watching this. Um, but you have seen this before. I, yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw it before when I was very young. And I was like, yeah, this is a good movie. And remembered about 0% of it. And coming back to it, I was like, hey. This is pretty average. <laughs> yeah. This is this is not great, but not terrible either. It's a weird movie. Who is this yeah. for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked I liked it. I like the concept. I like the people. It's just a bit weird and a little all over the place. I think you you kind of hit the zit right on the head oh, with that one. Oh, oh. This is um because, like, it's 2001, all the comedies we've done this year have been gross out, yeah, uh, highly sexual, and not for kids. And this is gross out. Gross out. Highly, highly sexual. sexual. <laughs> and for kids. <laughs> so it's different. It's a weird movie. I don't know who this is for, but I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it. I think it's a kid's movie. It's a it's a classic. It's the good design of design a kid's movie that an adult will enjoy. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't do it well enough, I feel. It's too much of a kid's movie still even without that, which makes it feel weird because there's a lot of adult humor. I would disagree. I think this is more of a adult's film than a kid's film, probably really? because like all the jokes would go over kids' heads. All of them are for adults, I think. No, there's a lot of gross-out humour, and that's for the kids. Well, that's true, that's funny. And, like, the plot is the simplest plot in the universe for the kids. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. But, like, the whole, like, for the first maybe half hour I was there going, this is for kids? (laughs) Also, the final, like, 20 minutes of this movie is a mess. It wasn't the worst, but I feel like it could have been better. The whole point is where, like, the immune system, why are we leaving the body? (laughs) That kind of, what? That makes no fucking sense. That's a bit weird. Everything was, everything was cool because you could excuse us what was happening inside your body up till that point. And I was like, wait, uh, why? (laughs) Why? Why this? We got Chekhov's false eyelashes. Yeah. (laughs) Completely pointless. What, what a, what a. (laughs) Dumb. Couldn't they have just had like a hair full of like it was just a dumb setup yeah. to a dumb final ending situation. Although it did leave the bad guy to fall in a bottle of alcohol. Yes. Of which... pure alcohol, which was pretty brutal death and pretty great. This is a pretty brutal movie. There's some pretty scary moments, and that's definitely one of yeah. them. Uh, but yeah, that's the very end. We've got to go through everything else before we talk about the ending where the bad guy falls into pure alcohol and dies. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> um, and by start, we mean the other options that you could have chosen. There were some good ones, and there were other ones. Yes. By other ones, you mean all over the guy. A rom-com about four friends who are all dating each other. 
Probably the second worst movie I could have chosen of these. With the worst movie being American Pie 2? Yes, yes. But I could have chosen that to spite you, because last week we watched (laughs) some real schmuck. I just want to see... Okay, uh, American Pie 2 is 52% Mm. on Rotten Tomatoes. Slightly lower than this movie. So, objectively would have been worse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but... Well, yeah, objectively you say in this thing of, like, subjective opinions. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. sure. But also, like, I didn't exactly pick this one because it was the best... It was just the one I was most likely to be able to watch without having to pause and just do anything else and come back and be like, oh, I have to finish this goddamn stupid romance movie because Sandro picked this goddamn <laughs> shit and you just I have to sit through this. You just wanted something that you could enjoy, unlike last week, which was really boring. Yes, yeah. Look, I'm not saying I paused it at, like, near the end, maybe half an hour before it finished and went to bed because I just <laughs> couldn't be bothered finishing it. But I did that. Uh, your, other, your other options were An American Rhapsody, which is uh, about communism in Hungary and trying to flee from the country and all that sort of stuff. Looks pretty good. Uh, Dinner with Friends, a married couple are shook when another married couple that they're friends with uh, gets a divorce. So they have a big dinner party to find out if they should do the same. I'm not sure what that is. Is that... Yeah, that synopsis does not do it credit because, one, why do you need someone else breaking up to figure out, oh my god, divorce exists! We could have done it the whole time! You know, like, why is that happening? And also, if then that is the situation that's happening, why do you need to go do a big dinner about it? Yeah, I feel like you you should just decide. Yeah. And then you had two horror films that were your other options. The Others, Nicole Kidman's Mm. Spooky Haunted House movie, one of the best horrors of the year. And Session 9, Cleaning Crew of a Mental Hospital Discover Secrets About the Past. Yes. Ah, spooky! Could have been spook. But no, you picked Osmosis Jones, which I feel like is a, a pretty good uh, pick there, uh, based on everything we, we, we've been doing this year in particular. A lot of nostalgia, so definitely fits our yeah, 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 hashtag yeah, yeah, brand, yeah. hashtag content, hashtag influencer. Hashtag sexy bacteria. Oh, yeah. Germs don't have genders, so I don't know what that was about. <laughs> uh, look, hey, man. Neither do anything else in this movie, but they gave them them. <laughs> Everything did have one for some reason, but hey. Yeah. Why Why are white blood cells getting together? Why is that a thing? Oh, like, no. that doesn't make any sense. He does, like, manipulate himself into a different shape to look like a bacteria? Yeah. Even though he's still white. <laughs> Not green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot going on there because one- he he would still be a white blood like if we're pretending he's a white blood cell, right? Yes. If 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 he was actually a white blood cell, he would just be a white blood cell with bacteria. Like his molecular structure doesn't change. He just changes his shape. So the germs must be relying on a visual thing, right? But if they're relying on a visual thing, they can clearly see he's a white blood cell. It's a look, this movie doesn't really work on a science level. No. But I feel like on an emotional, you know, human character journey level, they really gave these white blood cells genders and that made me question things. Hey, look, there's nothing wrong with wanting to 
bang the secondary white blood cell. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, this was uh, this was released August tenth. It's written by Mark Hyman. <laughs> Hyman. So he's the writer of Meet the Fockers. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. I've watched that one. That's a fun one. Uh, but he's also best known as a script doctor. He's fixed up scripts for many movies, including How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yes, very popular. And there's four directors attached to this thing. Two of them are the Farrelly brothers, who are the writers and directors of Dumb and Dumber. They did all the live action stuff. They're the live action directors. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because you've got two halves to this sort of film. Yes. Or one third... Because it was mostly mostly animated. You you got the the real life story of the guy whose body they're in and his daughter, mm-hmm. and then you've got the in the body story of the bits we actually care about. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah. So they did all the live action stuff, and then the directed stuff was directed by Tom Sito and Piet Kroom, who have done so many movies, uh, including Iron Giant, which makes sense because there's some characters in this that look like the Iron Giant. Uh, they worked on Shrek. They worked on every Disney film from the 80s and 90s. And I think the animation of this film is pretty good. Oh, yeah. It looks really good. I mean, Bill Murray looks like he's suffering constantly. But maybe that's the aesthetic they were going for. <laughs> I liked how inside of Bill Murray, it's just Gotham. It's the worst city. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that kind of makes sense for the whole motif they were going for, right? Because he's like a lazy, terribly unhealthy yeah. human being. He is the grossest human possible. Yes. It's impressive. And therefore, his insides reflect that. Yeah. Bill Murray plays Frank. Originally, the human was going to be played by Will Smith. Ah, that would have been cool. Yeah, but that couldn't work out. But it would have been funny to have Chris Rock inside of Will Smith. (laughs) Wouldn't that have been ironic, really? That would have been great. Uh, For the rest of the the live-action cast, Molly Shannon is the teacher. She's fantastic in so many things and is great in this. She is She is very funny. <laughs> uh, she's, yeah, no, she's fantastic. Uh, and also Chris Elliott is his friend from work, Bob, who is in Shit's Creek. But Zach, did you recognize him from something we have done on this podcast? Quite a landmark movie on this podcast, actually. Wait, wait, wait. Which one? Who, who's Bob? Is that Uncle Bob? Uncle Bob, yeah. You'll have to stretch Uncle your mind Bob. back Bob. through the years. Through the years. Potentially as far back as possible. Wow. Was he in the first movie we watched? Yeah, he's the... Yeah. Oh, is he the main character? Yeah, he's Cabin Boy. Oh! <laughs> he's a main character from Cabin Boy. Yeah, I never in a million years would have got that. <laughs> yeah, it's him. Because he's good in this. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, episode one, Cabin Boy, Chris Elliott's disaster of a solo movie after SNL or something. But for the voice cast, the voice cast is impressive. Chris Rock is Aussie. Uh, main character. 2001 was the year when his TV show was over, so he started getting more lead roles in movies. He's pretty good in animated films, I'd say. You reckon? He knows how to do animated films. Yes, absolutely. All right. I could use um, five more of the same film, just with him as one of the main characters. 
I feel like you're making a criticism towards the Madagascar franchise. Uh, no. I'm making a criticism at three extra Madagascar films. That's true. Is the first one good, though? That's the real question. Uh, the first one was fine. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I think the, the first and second one, and then- You think the second one's good? I think the second one's fine. I think it's fine. They go to they is it is the second one they go to the circus or I thought it was the third one. Third one circus time, yeah. Yeah, the third one the circus is just pushing it to they the writers are out of ideas at this I, point. I think the third one's better than 2 though. The only good thing about 2 is the sexy hippo man. Yeah, moto moto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moto Moto, everyone's favourite Will I Am song. Oh yeah, Will I Am was in that. Yeah, yeah. See, I I like that film because it also gives. I think it gives um the lion a super tragic backstory. Yeah, where he couldn't roar. Yeah, and it's terrifying. Yes, and that along with a thing in this film mildly traumatized me as a child. Wow, how about that? How about that? Mostly because I am too empathetic towards main characters, apparently. Uh, nah, good movies, though, actually. Good movies. That yeah. Penguin of Madagascar movie, totally necessary. A totally <laughs> necessary film. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Uh, the rest of the cast, Ozzy's partner, Drix, the, uh, the capsule guy is played by David Hyde Pierce, Mr. Fraser himself. Fraser's in this. Have you seen the sitcom Fraser? No. Oh, it's great. It's actually really good. You you should watch it. He's like a radio presenter. Okay. I feel like he was slightly underutilized. You think so? Yeah. His, like, jokes are, like, obvious, but also, like, he doesn't get as much screen time. I don't know. It's weird. He feels like the sidekick, but he only does what the story wants him to do. That's true, I guess. Like, he has a fight with Osmosis Jones, and then immediately about faces and goes, I want to be with Osmosis Jones again. Yeah, that scene made no sense. There's a lot of plot points where they want something to happen, but then can't figure out a way for that to lead into something else. So they just... So they just do it? Yeah, that happens a lot, and it was annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, he can't dance. Yeah. And then just dances. And the the plot doesn't find a good excuse, like, way of leading into what he does. He just kind of does it. Mm-hmm. He's just there for the plot. He's fine. Mm. Like, I think he does a good job, you know, of the sidekick. He's the straight man, whereas Osmosis Joan is the, um, bad cop. <laughs> to quote the movie. Yes, yes. Not, not a bad cop. A bad, a bad cop. He's bad. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think... A little bit of a mess for him. But I think he's pretty good in this. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. It just could... It could have been done better. Yeah. He needed... He needed more Kronk in his, uh... Oh, more Kronk, you say? No, I, yeah. I can't do the voice. Well, it's all coming together. Uh, award-winning musician Brady Norwood plays Leah Estrogen, <laughs> which is Ozzy's love interest. Hey, Leah Estrogen. Okay, so they did have some more punny names that they didn't... They didn't share. I like that. I like it. It's weird, though. There's a scene where Chris Rock, like, walks into the mayor's office and she's there. And Chris Rock is like, oh, hey, Brandy. I mean, Leah. Just breaks the fourth wall and calls the actor by their name. (laughs) (laughs) Did that happen? I didn't notice that. 
That's really funny. I uh, I will always give them props for that. That's that's very funny. <laughs> it's so silly, but I like that. That's a, lot. a great joke. No, that's a great joke. Uh, and she, of course, works for the mayor, who is played by William Shatner. Oh my! Whoa. The body is literally imploding, but I'm an asshole and just want my political campaign to work. To work. Yes, I'm yeah. good in this. It's my only good performance since Star Trek VI. Woof. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's pretty good. I yeah. like the whole, like, the body's going to shit because his mare is just, like, an idiot. But that brings up a question, which I, mm-hmm. I was going to get into during the synopsis, but we can do it now. Free will doesn't exist. It's the mayor. It's the guy that the that the body voted in as no, mayor. No, 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 no. Because free will exists. It's only that the mayor can sometimes take over. What? Like, because they only take. Yeah, yeah. The brain functions. He's just doing a little override. Because we're one big like flesh flesher mech, right? If it was like the mayor decides when you fall asleep slash get sleepy, I'm fine with that. It's more that the mayor can override the voice and also decide where they go on trips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like the body runs on a supercomputer, right? But there's always a manual human override. Except in this case, it's a single white blood cell that was elected in your body. Um, but also, also, Inside Out stole this bit from this movie. Inside Out Inside Out is a complete ripoff of this movie, and I want them to publicly apologize for stealing their entire plot from Osmosis Jones. Look, you're right, but Inside Out is better. Yeah. And- (laughs) But I, I, I was watching it, I was like, oh, wait. This is a lot like Inside Out. They definitely took inspiration from this. Definitely, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, Who else is in this? Ron Howard, director of Solo, a Star Wars story, and good films. Hey, that's your favourite Star Wars movie, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, he's good. But he also directed, he directed Willow, um, some other really good stuff that I can't remember. (laughs) Um, Apollo 13, I think that might have been him. I don't know. Anyway, he's the other guy that's up for election. Uh, but he never comes back. He's in one scene and then he doesn't come back. Oh, is that the... Well, you do see, like, a cut to him watching the television at one point. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and also Kid Rock has a random cameo as well. Yeah! <laughs> oh, Kid Rock was great. That scene was absolutely banging. I love that. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It was a good song. And then it transitioned into, like, a, uh, like rap about the body and stuff. Which is funny, because Kid Rock's an anti-vaxxer, I think, so... (laughs) It's funny that he's in Ironic, once again. Wow. And finally, uh, playing Thrax, it is the one and only Lawrence Fishburne, straight off The Matrix. Straight off that great role in The Matrix. Oh, Oh, yeah, he was great. What's his character's name? He's the pill guy. (laughs) What's his name? Wow, wow, well, the pill guy? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it was the pill guy, Sandro. <laughs> I can't remember what his name is in The Matrix. M- Morpheus. Morbius, that's right. Morbi- Mor- Morbius, yeah. Yeah, Morbius. They could have they done, like, a joke, like, mo- morphine <laughs> or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, 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 he was great in this. Yeah, he was good. As Thrax. Ooh. A.K.A. probably Anthrax. 
I'd presume. I was assuming it was Anthrax, yeah. Uh, which makes sense, because I was going to criticize them, because I looked up, uh, I was like, okay, I'll look up Anthrax, look up what it is. It is transmitted by animals, mm-hmm. which makes sense, because that's the start of the movie. Yeah. And one of its common, uh, some of its common senses are coughing and sore throats and other things. Okay. So it works out, it works out. It's a bit of a, a, a rough transition because there's also, like, you get blisters and dark scabs on the outside. Yeah, and, they don't do that. But it does give you a fever and coughing and other things, depending on how the anthrax was injected into the body. Okay. Whether it was, like, a scratch or you breathed it in. Which he breeded it in, so it's more like, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, because, like, there's a line where he's like, they'll think I'm a common cold until it's too late. And I was like, COVID? Oh, no. (laughs) This aged, like, not very fine wine. Like, fine mucus. Oh, yes, fine uh, (laughs) underpit mucus Oh. Uh, uh, slush. Rose, you made it worse. You you made it worse. <laughs> mm, that's that's the delicious beverage that I like to drink in my pimple. <laughs> don't eat while watching this movie or listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, just don't eat. So this has a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics. Surprisingly Oof. enough, audience score is lower at 42%. Yeah, which I'm surprised. I thought more people would have actually liked this. That was the same with Spy Kids and stuff, wasn't it? Audience scores lower for a lot of kid-related movies. Yeah, which is which is weird. Which is weird. But this one, even then, I don't know. Yeah, it's very weird. I thought more people would be like, oh, the critics are wrong. This was actually great. I want, you know, nostalgia, but... No. Apparently not. Um, 6.3 on IMDb, though, so a lot higher there. Uh, and to get a better idea of what uh, audiences thought of it at the time, the cinema score they gave it when leaving the theatre averaged out to B-. minus. Oh, B-. minus. Not great. Not uh, great, yeah. Yeah. Um, a-, a bunch of reviews uh, were like, animation's great, voice acting's great, live-action stuff isn't as good, and gross-out humour is gross. Um, but the film has a good energy uh, that kids will like and adults will laugh at the many adult-themed jokes. Like when they almost go into Bill Murray's balls. (laughs) (laughs) They don't even get close, okay? That's like a one-off joke, you know? But it would have been great to go. That would have been good. How would they have, like, represented the seamen? They're, like, all dressed up in, like, sea outfits. Oh, sailors' outfits, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, yeah, They're all sailors. They're all ready to go, you know? That would have been great. They're all eager to get out there, you know? That's the the sequel. It's the adult-themed sequel where he gets an STD or something, I don't know, and they have to go Oh, God, no, Sandro. (laughs) Oh, he gets crabs. Yeah. They have to fight literal crabs off with the (laughs) seamen. That's that's, that's an idea for a Seth Rogen film that he would have made if Sausage Party was a success. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. (laughs) Um, But this cost $70 million. Makes sense. Animated, lots of money. Bill Murray's in it, lots of money there as well. What do you think this made Um, in La Box Office uh, worldwide as well? Worldwide? Okay, that's probably a bit more. Um, 120? 120? Yeah. Take 106 off that. This made $14 million. What? Wow, this bombed super hard. What? Yeah, it bombed hard, but again, international numbers 
only half a mil internationally. So I don't think Warner Bros. rolled this out properly. No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. Huh. I don't know why this wouldn't have done well. Maybe it was too gross. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely, speaking of the gross, I definitely did not appreciate the gross humor. I like, uh. I didn't mind it in the body. It was like Bill Murray playing the grossest guy alive. Yeah, yeah. The most foul human being in existence. And like, yeah, specifically I'm talking about that. The, um, like vomiting, pimple, shoveling poop. I was fine with the vomiting because it gave him a tragic backstory that was really stupid. But the pimple yeah, was oh, dumb. That the was pimple so was dumb. dumb. I hated that. No, that's the stuff I hate. Because it's like, oh yeah, I vomited on this lady and it ruined my fucking life. I got fired from my job because I threw up on a lady. <laughs> what? How? What? Everyone picks on my daughter because... I threw up once on a lady, and for some reason, the newspaper people nearby took a photo and were like, yeah, this is front page <laughs> fucking news, is a guy threw up on a lady. I mean, to be fair, though, Molly Shannon, she's great, looks like a Karen. Yeah. Makes sense that she would do this. I don't know. That's kind of her, uh, she, her whole yeah, thing. She gets, she gets, like, a restraining order <laughs> she on She gets him. a restraining order. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. It was clearly set. What? But yeah, it doesn't entirely make sense or work. Like, what world is this? We're throwing up on someone. Yeah. It's front page news. Obviously, it's embarrassing. It's bad. Like, I, you know, I don't want to be thrown up on, but, like, he's clearly a human being, you know? But, it not only gives him a tragic backstory, like Frank. Yeah. It gives Osmosis Jones a ba- tragic backstory. It gives the child a tragic backstory. Like, it works, but it's also very stupid. It is dumb. It is dumb. Mm. Yeah, maybe if this was just, just an adult cartoon, you go, f- like, gross out and super rude, like a South Park, maybe. Yeah. But, like, less political, more just kind of fun. I reckon that could have been good. I don't know. But anyway... Um, it was a big old bomb. Uh, did eventually get a TV show though, and I think that drew people to like renting out the the mm. VHS. So maybe it did uh, pick up that extra money later on. Uh, but taglines. Oh, all right. Here we go. An epic adventure of microscopic proportions. Ha <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it because it's usually like of large proportions, but this is small proportions because they're small. Yeah, small. Uh, except in the movie, the size differences for things are a bit, bit hard to tell. Yes, there's helicopters. There's helicopters in the mouth, which are clearly like you. You could take frame by frame pictures and figure out that they are massive. Yeah. like they would be visible to the human eye. But anyway, uh, thumbs up, thumbs up. Thumbs up for that one. I reckon that's good. Also a pretty good tagline for other movies like Inner Space. Mm, yes, yes. That would have been a good one for that one. Uh, there is the second tagline. He's one cell of a guy. <laughs> I like that one a lot. That's pretty fun. I like, I like puns. I like adult humor yep because it's like you'd only get that if you knew it was hell of a guy right holy spit he's one cell of a guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah thumbs up yeah that is a good one how about everybody needs a hero (laughs) 
<laughs> wow, these these ones are good. They're actually good taglines. These taglines are great. I'll give this one a thumbs up as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever given like three thumbs up in a row or at all. Well, maybe this final one Uh-oh. will get your one thumbs down. I almost don't want to read it oh, to no. ruin your hot streak. But here we go. This is uh, for a character poster for the character Leah. Oh, no. She's got a Jones for osmosis. Leah, one hot hormone. <laughs> what? What? That's yeah. She's she's a white blood cell. She's not a hormone. No, but also they're advertising this movie, this children's movie, this cartoon movie, as like it's got a sexy blood cell lady. What? That is so dumb. (laughs) Very. That is so 2001. Oh my god. I hate that one so much. Oh, man, it was going so well. Yeah, that's a thumbs down. I'm glad we're, like, close to being done with your 2001, you horn dog. Yeah, 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 horn dog. (laughs) God, thank goodness the internet's getting invented and everyone can jerk one off before thinking about (laughs) blood cells or whatever. God. Yeah. Everyone was just so horny. My theory stands that just everyone was super horny till the internet came along and fixed that. And then they were like, oh, God, we've been making kids films with, like, sexy blood cells in them. Oh, what have we been doing? The whole world finally got post-nut clarity and was like, Jesus, (laughs) what have we been doing? doing? Yeah, no, literally, I think if you go back now and watch old movies, you're like, why are they so horny? That's it. You, we are the post-nut clarity. (laughs) That sees the these movies for what they are. Just very horny. Oh, boy. Ever wish you could go back in time to the Saturday mornings of your childhood, eating cereal and watching your favorite cartoons? Well, we don't provide the cereal, but we do have a cartoon time machine to take you to animated shows of the past, present, and future. And even just some stuff that doesn't exist, but wouldn't it be cool if it did? We're your animates, Katie and Scarlett, and we'd like to invite you to join us on our podcast, Cartoon Time Machine, releasing new episodes of Cartoon Fun Times every Sunday morning. We're two film majors who love to talk cartoons and get way too into them. So if you want to hear two adults getting way too invested in the world of Steven Universe... Or answering the age-old question of whether Sugar Mama would beat General Amaya in a fight... We're just trying to figure out what Tom Kenny voiced in every show. Tune in to Cartoon Time Machine, part of That's Not Canon Productions. See you there. Uh, let's get to the synopsis of the movie. It starts off with the logo for Warner Bros, but it's a gem. Yeah. This movie really appeasing to those Snyderverse fans because they hate Warner Bros. Oh, they're calling it a gem. Right, yeah, okay, wow, wow. That was a, that was a good joke. It's a big brain joke. The only other f- joke this movie needed was, I don't know, Kathleen Kennedy being a bloody virus, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, work here, work here, bro. <laughs> I hate the internet. Please don't mention virus. <laughs> I'm dying. Anyway, yeah, Bill Murray's got an egg and he eats it. Oh, oh no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't, because a monkey grabs it, gives it a good suck, then drops it on the ground, and Bill Murray's like, you know what, ten second rule, and he grabs this dirty monkey-sucked egg, and gives it a good munching. Gross. Foul. Absolute awful person. Not, like, in terms of his morals, just he's awful. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's a, he's a gross human being. And his daughter's like, hey, dad, maybe you should, like, eat a salad and exercise. And he's like, fuck you, kid. I'm being a gross fucking human being. I'm Bill Murray. Oh, my God. You, you know what, though? Seeing Bill Murray in an early 2000s kids movie made me want to add something to our Patreon list, Zach. Uh, uh, oh. A movie that I know uh, we both were a fan of as a child. Oh, no. Uh, Garfield. Mm, 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 mm. It's from 2004, but I reckon we should do it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think the Garfield franchise as a whole. The two films, yeah. Yes. Because that second one had a Monty Python guy in it, didn't it? Uh, I think. Possibly, I don't know. Look, I I remember Garfield... I remember Garfield 2, where there was two of them, yes. which was hilarious. Oh, so funny. They did the Marvel formula before the Marvel formula. The bad guys, it's the good guy. I would would be so glad to watch those movies, Sandro. It would be so fun to go back to those movies I used to oh, love. Oh, God. And then stopped loving and didn't go back to. <laughs> For good reasons. Yeah. Uh, speaking of getting back to a movie. Oh, Let's talk about Madagascar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. So, I like to move it, move moto, it. Moto, moto. I like the bass line in Moto, moto. If you if you go listen to that song, it has a... Okay. Doo -doo, boom, doo -doo -doo. Ah, it's great. It's really good. Let's talk about Osmosis Jones, though, because um, yep. uh, he eats the egg. It goes into the mouth, and uh, we see the, uh, the spit patrol or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the, the upper head... Uh, body portion of the white blood cells. Yes. Where you have the guy in a helicopter. Yes. Which is not meant to represent anything really. It's just a helicopter because the white blood cells are like the police. Well, they've got cars yeah, as yeah. well, but the cars are like germ, not germ cars, but they well, every, look like Well, everything's made out of like organic material, right? Yeah, yeah. So, which includes the copters, I guess, because also the copter has, like, a spit gun. Mm-hmm. The gun has, like, a mouth. Yeah. And which is a little disturbing. Creates saliva. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it works, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're on the patrol for germs. Yes. And uh, they, they start blasting some. But our main character... He's a bit of a wild card. Yeah. He's a bit of a, a reckless boy. A reckless cop, you could say. A bit of a, a maverick. Oh, a top cell maverick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He chases after a piece of bacteria, which manages to escape the mouth, go down the esophagus, somehow not into the stomach area that we see later on, which is like a big catch-all area no but somehow manages to get straight into the like blood stream city blood stream yeah through is it through the lungs oh maybe he goes through the lungs yeah that that would make sense actually he went through the lungs yeah yeah, yeah. and uh yeah he chases him and uh he shoots an electric little plant of some sort or the, just like a nerve tower yeah a yeah, nerve ending a, right a nerve yeah ending that's tower. right it causes a cramp a big old cramp, yeah, and, um... We get some more Bill Murray. He's like, oh, cramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, that sounded exactly like Bill Murray. Wow, your impression was on spot. Thank you. Yeah, no, he was great. He he collapses at the steps, and his daughter comes out and is like, 
oh my god, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, we need to move, you know? Mm. This place has too many stairs. And the daughter's like, there's two stairs. Two and he's stairs. like, oh, if you're so attached to the place, I guess I'll build a wreck. <laughs> I feel like throughout this movie, Bill Murray is not utilised enough at all. Oh, it's 2000's Bill Murray. He was only doing these for paychecks. That's like, true. Like, he's not going to do anything, really. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He didn't exactly seem invested <laughs> no. in this movie. He does not care. Yeah, he he really doesn't give a shit. And he, it shows in this movie. Yeah, look, 2000's, 2000's Bill Murray, I mean, he did some good kind of arty stuff it's when he like wanted to mainly do serious acting and did the comedy stuff just for money because <laughs> he did like wes anderson's movie then he did garfield for money yeah he's just he's doing such a straight man the whole time yeah he doesn't care at all if this works like yeah yeah, yeah. and then um obviously like Later on, he bumps into the teacher, but he's just so, like, straight-laced the whole time. Mm. Even when he wakes up from being dead for a bit, he says it in the most deadpan- Like, he says all his jokes in the most deadpan, straight manner possible. Yeah. I'm just gonna put a little life in it. Just be a little- little wacky. He does- he does actually be a bit wacky- when he puts his foot on the table and you see his ingrown toenail. He was a little silly there. He's yeah, yeah, he puts a little bit more life into his acting there, I feel. Like like he actually feels like he's acting. And if he was like that the whole time, I think I would have liked it a bit better. I guess. I mean, there's moments like he's pretty good with his daughter. I feel mm. like Bill Murray... Like, he's a hard guy to work with, but I reckon he had, like, he at least made the child actor comfortable on set and wasn't a dick. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like, when it, yeah, that's right. When he talks to the child, he's a little more human. I just feel like when he's not talking to the child, he's just lacking humanity on him, and you can feel it as the audience. Yeah, it's true. But back inside of him, there's some cool quotes and jokes and stuff during this first part of the movie. Mm. Uh, we see two cops, and one of them's like, yeah, tomorrow's my day off. Me and my girlfriend, we're going to go down to the kidney. We're going to see the stones. And the other cop guy's like, oh, nice one. <laughs> yeah, I heard they could pass any day now. Yep. <laughs> Which is funny. Sucks for Bill Murray, because he's got kidney stones. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, like, a bunch of parts of the body are destination spots, like Down Under. Mm. And we see a poster for Down Under with a kangaroo on it next to a picture of a bum. <laughs> yeah, someone's car crashes into it and it makes a fart sound. <laughs> Yay! 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 Yay. I, I groaned. I was like, oh, no, this is one of these kid movies like The Lion King where there's just... A lot of gross humour in there. Yeah, there's only two fart jokes, really, but they do, like, the final fart joke in particular, I was like, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be fair, there's not a fart joke, but there is a joke about farts where, um... Oh, that's right, this isn't a love story, it's a story about love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But this is slightly later on where he's talking to his pill buddy, where, um... He's, like, explaining how he grew up, and he grew up in the crack. I wrote down the whole thing. It was like, I gr grew up on the wrong side of the digestive tract. Oh, it was crack central down there, because <laughs> we were in the crack. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Because I was like, oh, they mentioned crack. That's interesting. 
But yeah, it all leads up to a Ghostbusters reference with the uh, the cleanup crew are cleaning up the mouth and uh, they've got the Ghostbuster packs on and they make the sound effects and stuff. Yeah, they're sucking up bacteria, but then one of the, the guards goes missing and the guy's like, what? Where did he go? And he goes to investigate and oh my God, Frax pops out of some egg goo and he's Meow. like, hey yo... Things, uh, look out, I'm pretty contagious. <laughs> he brutally murders one of them. It's, oh, it's yeah. brutal. It's a lot for a kid's film, I was surprised. Along with lighting the vehicle on fire and driving this flaming vehicle Fuck yeah. down the throat. It's so metal. Yeah, it was pretty metal. It's so metal. We cut to the mayor. The mayor's like, oh my god, we're getting sick. There's some pretty cool quotes. Oh, one quote that I wrote down was, Mayor, what do you have to say about all the hair jobs laid off from the scalp? <laughs> ah, don't worry about it. We're gonna make up for those with plenty of jobs going in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. But yeah, the mayor's like, oh, we're, we're getting sick. We can't afford this. And so he takes over full control and he makes Bill Murray have a pill. Yeah, so so the mayor's plan <laughs> is he wants them to go to this wing-eating, like, competition. Yes. Because his main portion of voters comes from the gut, specifically the fat rolls. Yep. Uh, which we cut to at one point, which is great. It's like the... F- it's, like, called, like, the fat rolls or something. Yeah. And it's just these apartment blocks that, like, cheer <laughs> when the mayor makes his announcement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Bill Murray's getting a little sick. So the daughter goes to call the hospital. Mm-hmm. And the mayor's like, oh, shit. We can't, we can't go to the hospital. We need to do this. So he takes manual control, which normally would take, like... The whole council, right? The whole council approving and all that. Yeah. So... I believe he committed a federal crime here in office. Yes. And if he gets discovered, he'll be impeached. Actually, yeah, there isn't a happy ending where the mayor gets thrown out. Well, there is, actually. I don't know if you noticed. The very end fart joke, remember? Uh. Yeah, remember remember who, who causes that fart joke and then supposedly gets ejected by said fart joke? I, I did not put two and two <laughs> <laughs> together. Yeah, no, he doesn't make a... He doesn't exactly get ejected from office, but he gets ejected, that's for sure. Oh, I see. He doesn't get ejected from the office, he gets ejected from the orifice. The orifice! The gaping orifice. (laughs) Oh, don't call it gaping. All right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... So, um, this mayor, yeah, he's, he's a bit of, he's obsessed with the vote. He wants to get reelected. Unlike normal mayors, which are definitely not like this. No. And presidents. They're all like Arnie. Yes. Oh, 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 federal. <laughs> yeah, th- thank you, Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> Who is apparently also Dracula? Um. I will be right back. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> He, he he works on his own, right? To get a, a cold pill. Mm. Which sends down Drippy. Mr. Drix. Drixy boy. He is uh, the Iron Giant. Uh, he is a superhero. He is a number one crack agent. <laughs> and he teams up with Osmosis Jones to investigate the sore throat that is developing, which was caused by the saliva boat that was caught on fire and then... 
rammed through the 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 throat basically they find a germ that's gonna rat on what's happening but uh the pill freezes them by accident and it's like oh shit my bad yeah but it's a good thing he does freeze this germ because it comes back multiple times as an integral plot to this movie involves this bacteria which i like i like how it's weaved into the story yeah weaved in more like it no i can't come up with a pun i can't do it more like it was sewed in, sewed like in. a stitched, a stitched into the story. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch is a good film, actually. Anyway, we cut to Bill Mary's armpit. His daughter doesn't let him buy deodorant because it causes cancer, so his armpits are <laughs> sauna houses for the mafia. Hold up, hold up, Sandro. Deodorant causes what now? Uh, cancer. I mean, elements, the aluminium is not good for you. No, but like... Has that ever been a thing that deodorant causes cancer? Ah, oh, hippies. Oh. <laughs> you know. I can't wait to use that one. Ah, oh, hippies. Anyway, it just means um, he smells bad because alongside not taking deodorant, apparently he just doesn't shower. No, well, he looks like he doesn't shower, so it makes sense. No, Bill Murray looks awful in this movie. Yeah. Just constantly. Oh, dear. But yeah, no, his armpits are spa houses for the mafia. And yeah, they've got an Italian mafia in his armpits, which is great. And they're like, have you got the payments from the food fungus? It's great. It's so fun. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is great. And then Thrax comes in and kills him. And he's like, I'm so much worse than Ebola. And he just kills him. Yeah. Which I feel like anthrax isn't as bad as Ebola, but it's just the, like, the virus, you know, yeah. being a bit jealous, I feel. Also, know. wouldn't, like, if it was, like, Ebola or, you know, like, hell, even COVID, like, an, like one of those kind of super diseases yeah. of viruses, there would be a whole bunch of them, right? It wouldn't just be one guy. Yeah, yeah, this movie doesn't really do diseases justice, because, like... The spreading and other things, like, there'd be lots of him. Yeah. Surely? I feel like in this movie, if they were going to do a disease like that, it would just be, like, a kaiju sort of thing. It would be, like, a Godzilla disease. Ah, but that would mean no personality. That wouldn't be as interesting. But that's how I think they would, if I was to do super diseases, Mm. like, really bad ones, like the plague or something, you know. Oh, osmosis Jones, but it's the Black Death. Yeah, versus the, oh, oh my god, and all versus British. the Black Death, and it's just like a fucking Reaper. Oh fuck yeah! And he just comes in murdering shit. Yeah. Oh, and they're all v- v- voiced by like the Monty Python guys, all the like remaining Monty Python guys of the. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Cleese is like, uh, uh, oh hello, it is I. I am. Oh, I, I, I for some reason can't do a British accent all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. I am the British. We are the French Inquisition. (laughs) Spanish Inquisition? But anyway, he now controls the mafia, so they go and attack the nose dam, Mm. the nose cartilage, and this is probably, for the animated stuff, this is the grosser sequence for the animated stuff. Uh, Yeah, it's just a lot of snot. Yeah, all the snot dams overflow and they're swimming in them and a CGI booger comes out of Bill Murray's nose. (laughs) Yeah, that's not too bad uh, in my perspective because I also have allergies and I have snotted way harder than Bill Murray did. 
But, like, for the cartoon stuff, it's the grosser cartoon stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of snot going out of you. I didn't really mind it. It was worse when when Osmosis Jones drank the, like, armpit juice, I feel. The, the snot flood wasn't as bad for me, mostly because I guess I didn't really think about it. Yeah. I just thought of it as, like, water. But if you think of it as snot, that is pretty gross. Yeah, a little bit grossy. But no, it's an okay action scene. It's an okay action scene. They got to clean it all up and all that. There's like a constant danger of like, it, it, like that's not drip, right? That had the pill in it. Mm. And if that drop had dripped out, his cold pill just wouldn't have worked. Which doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> same, same with like the one individual anthrax thing. It doesn't make sense, no. but for the sake of the movie... You know. Also, I was constantly thinking this throughout the whole movie. It's the same with inner space. How do they get around so quickly? It's because they got Hot Wheel ramps inside the body for some reason. Yeah. That's the veins. They're Hot Those Wheel the veins, ramps. And they run around them and cause traffic jams, which yeah. I can only presume are a blockage. And he's going to have a heart attack because of it. It's true. But, yeah, no, I would like to know how long it takes to drive from one end of the body to the other. Just to, like, put this movie in perspective, you know? Mm, you should watch the uh, the Magic School Bus episode where they go into the body. That's a great episode. It's a great episode. It's um, a good show. I love edumatainment, and I love the Magic School Bus. I do love the Magic School Bus. That action scene happens, and the pill is a hero. Now, Bill Murray's got a zit on his forehead, right in between his two, oh, God. His two eyebrows. <laughs> the, it just suddenly appears, and I'm like, oh, no, here we go. Here we here go. Here we go. The, the, the movie's explanation is because he, like washed his face in chicken grease so he gets a lot of zits pretty good uh shampoo idea if kfc ever wants to expand get into the uh the household objects kfc shampoo slash body wash it smells like chicken grease that's got to exist there's got to be like a chicken grease smelling shampoo out there chicken grease shampoo uh i've looked it up no. No, really? Not a thing. Maybe just body wash. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. There you go. That's that's an uncorned market. Yeah. That's that's like the the like the old spice or other thing like I've got some Linux like cookie and leather smelling cake. That's like a niche. I'm sure some people would like chicken smelling shampoo. Yeah, you got to get on it. Yeah, no, nah, it's not here. The closest thing that shows up is a KFC fried chicken bath bomb. That's not bad. Yeah. But yeah, 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 definitely. Ah, uncornered market. Yeah, we've got to get on that. We've got to invest. We've got to go in Shark Tank <laughs> or something. I don't know. Try and pitch it. We do have Shark Tank in Australia, so we could do it. <laughs> you just do a whole range of, like, food-smelling shampoo. Mm. Like, you got burger, you got pizza, you got chicken. Oh, yeah. Or Vegemite body wash and it's pitch black. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I was on board until you were like, oh, yeah, it's actually just fucking Vegemite that yeah. you rub on your body. It's just soapy Vegemite. Yeah. You can put it on your toast as well. Why not? Why not? Oh, and the toast is like the squidgy thing. You rub it on. Oh, that's oh. that's so dumb, but also so brilliant that you like sell it with like a sponge that's just a piece of toast, so you can put this like black <laughs> Vegemite on it and then rub your body with. That's great. No one steal these ideas. 
Yeah, we copyrighted. Yeah. TM, copyrighted. But anyway, the zit on his forehead is actually a nightclub where all the viruses are hanging out. I love this nightclub scene, even though it's stupid and doesn't make a lot of sense. It's really great because Osmosis Jones sneaks in by pretending to be a virus. Yes. By, like, contorting his body to look like a virus. And then the pill also does the same thing by just putting the virus that they caught on top of his head. Yeah, the, um... The frozen virus is put on his head. Um, which at some point, I think he accidentally snapped one of its eyeballs off and then, like, ate to, d- to hide it, which was a dumb thing. Anyway, he has some uh, armpit juice. Nom nom. Delicious. Delicious. Uh, he goes into Thrax's uh, super secret, hard-to-get-into meeting that's just in a room that you can walk into. Yeah. Oh, we didn't mention it just before this scene. The reason that they go to the zit is because uh, the flu shot. Oh, yeah. There's this virus who's actually, uh, like, works with the cop because he's through the flu shots and stuff. That was funny. That's a that's a very clever, yeah, there's a guy who's been sent in. He's like a flu virus. But, of course, he's a vaccine. Yeah. So, like, he's a he's a knock for the cops. But he only knocks on flu virus. But then they, like, threaten him. And uh, he, he eventually uh, he uh, tells them where the Red Death, Ooh. a.k.a. Thrax, is. He, he's up in the pill making his plans. But, yeah, they find out, yeah, that Thrax wants to steal part of the brain. Ah, uh, yeah, he's going into the part of the brain that controls the temperature. Yes. And taking out the the temperature control, like, DNA mo- molecule, which causes the whole place to, you know, superheat up and stuff. Essentially, the, the bad disease is going to kill the person. Whoa. going to kill Bill Murray. Oh, my God. And so they're like, we need to kill him right now. We got a small action scene. Yeah, yeah, where um, Osmosis Jones gets discovered as a cop. Bum, bum, bum. And then they have a fight out uh, where eventually uh, the pill gives Osmosis a grenade of super chill. Yes. That... Uh, explodes and uh, pops the pimple. Pops the pimple while Bill Murray's talking to the teacher and the pimple goes on her mouth. Ew. Oh, God. As a child, I was was horrified by the fact... There's a few things like this that, like, if I vomited on someone, that could ruin my literal (laughs) life forever. Ruin your whole career. Yeah, I felt so bad for Bill Murray... Because all he did was vomit on someone. Yes. And his whole career and life was absolutely ruined because of this one moment. Which doesn't make any fucking sense. It just makes me feel terrible for the character. Stop doing this. Stop giving people tragic backstory which has a stupid beginning. Like, have him get in a depressed state because his wife died. That would be better. That's not his tragic backstory, though. His tragic backstory is he vomited on a teacher one time and now everyone makes fun of him. Yes, the movie's like, oh yeah, Bill Murray's wife died because she ate something and got sick, but he vomited, that's why he's sad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's why he's a depressed mess, is because he he vomited on someone. (laughs) Yeah, 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 kind of dumb. Don't vomit on people, kids. Don't. Don't put fluids on random people. Put, put them on people you know. Yes. Make it consensual fluid chain exchange. So the mayor and the police captain are like, Jones, 
and Drix, you guys are fucking idiots. You wrecked this whole op. Uh, you're fired. Yeah. So Jones is fired and Drix is sent to the bladder to get peed out. <laughs> Which is great. The virus goes uh, and steals the brain thing and then hides in the subconscious, which is a fucking cool looking scene. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. While just while um, Osmosis Jones goes into like the dream theater. Yeah. To, to watch the dreams. There's some great dreams. I wrote them down. Good. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Because I forgot to. We've got, so these are the, the dream posters we pass by. Honey, I forgot my pants. <laughs> it's great. Which is a picture of him, like, in his shirt or whatever. With, like, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids yes. font. Yeah. He didn't study the test, and the test is in five minutes. <laughs> so good. I love that one. Uh, we have Your Worst Nightmare, which is a poster of his friend and his daughter in, like, wedding outfits. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> yep, that was disturbing. Which is fair, it's, uh, it's, you know... It's a nightmare. I don't know. I always say your best friend should be someone that you're comfortable your daughter marrying. That's what I always say. Yep. That's what I learned from Blame It on Rio. <laughs> Remember that movie? Episode 69. Check it out. No, I don't. And I refuse to remember it, Sandro. <laughs> I, pr- I prefer to watch good movies like Girls from the Bus Stop. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, and so Osmosis Jones goes into the dream theatre and he's watching this dream that he's having when suddenly the theatre starts to, like, warm up. Yeah. And, like, burn. And he's like, oh, my God, Thrax is in the brain. Oh, yeah, because they thought that they killed him with the pimple explosion. Pimple explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's like, oh, my God, he's alive. So he rushes to the bladder. Oh, yeah, that is a good point, actually. That is a good point, now that you mention it. The whole, like, getting back and forth from parts of the body. Because he goes from the brain all the way to the bladder to go back to the brain to to just fetch the pill. I didn't actually think about that, but yes, that doesn't make any sense that he ran all the way back there. Yeah, also, considering that we're just in the bladder, that kind of ruins a joke later on, kinda, where... The pill is like, Jones, we got to get to the dangly thing. And Jones drives towards the dick. <laughs> yeah. They were just in the bladder. Um, wouldn't it make sense? Because, like, Thrax is trying to escape, right? So it would make sense that he's trying to get to a hole. So maybe Osmosis Jones is like, oh, he's trying to get through the penis. He's got to, he's got to eject himself out. Uh-huh. But instead, of course, Thrax is going through the mouth to try and sneeze himself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they head over there. Uh, oh, there's some funny quotes where he's like, Drix, you got to think outside the pillbox. Oh. Funny, because he's a pill. But um, but yeah, this is when the movie starts to fall apart for me, because it just kind of, it's just random plot points that just kind of happen. Like, all yeah, of a sudden... it's an ending. Yeah, all of a sudden, Leah is in the brain area, and then she's suddenly kidnapped... And then there was a car chase. The car chase was pretty good with the cops chasing after the virus mobile. Yeah, I don't know where I don't know where Thrax got his car, but I was fine with it because it was cool. It was cool. Um, while all that is happening, Bill Murray can you know, he's obviously overheating, so uh, he passes out and uh, gets sent to the hospital. Yes. Meanwhile, very importantly, his child is putting on fake eyelashes. I hate. As <laughs> soon as they did that, I was like, oh, god damn it. 
they need the ending to happen, can't figure it out, or we'll just randomly introduce something at the end. <laughs> yeah, it was very dumb. I don't know why they did this. It didn't make any sense. No. They should have had, like, a fight on the teeth or something. You know, like... Why did they have to leave the body? It makes no fucking sense. The whole point of this is, like, it's a fight in the body, right? Yeah, but I guess they wanted the stakes and the scope to get larger at the end, so they were like, we'll do it outside, I don't know. They should have had a whole thing, instead of the bad guy using, um... Oh, no, that wouldn't have made sense either. Because what they were trying to do is get the bad guy to drop into the alcohol, right? Yes, Because that is a cool scene. That is a cool death for this bad guy. That is a good death. So how do we do that? How do we do that? Well, well, what we do is they all drive to the the throat Mm -hmm. and the virus gets surrounded by cops and Osmosis Jones and everything, but he's got pollen. So he throws the pollen and Bill Murray sneezes him out. Yes. He's made his escape. And so Osmosis Jones is like, Drix, how's your aim on that cannon of yours? Put me in the cannon, fire me at the virus. Which was cool. Fires out, he tackles the virus in midair, and they land on the daughter's eyeball. Oh, but it's also a problem, this fight scene at the end there eliminates the pill. The pill is no longer a character in this fight scene not anymore. U- yeah, not not useful at all. Yeah. yeah. Although the pill's already a hero, so I guess, you know, it's fine. Yeah, but like, they cut out the one of the two main characters, right? They're a buddy thing. We'll finish this ending and then I'll tell you how how I I would have done sure. it instead. Yeah, oh yeah, I think this is a pretty badly written series of events. Um so yeah, he gets sneezed out. Bad guy gets sneezed out. Moses Jones gets shot after him. Gets shot at him. They land on the daughter's eye. They land on his daughter's eye and then the bad guy's like, "Ha ha ha, I'm going to infect the daughter now." Yes. They have a fight. Matrix fight. They have a Yeah, they have a matrix fight. I was going to mention there's some slow-mo. Everyone's favourite, especially Sanjo's. Oh, it's Matrix slow-mo. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's Matrix slow-mo, which is a parody thing. And it's all because Morbius is in this movie. That is true. Oh, yeah, that's right. I I totally didn't make that connection. He's fighting Morbius at the moment, so of course they do a Matrix joke. He is fighting Morbius. We're annoying so many people by not saying Morbius, but I don't care. Morbius is in this. (laughs) Yeah. They fight and fight and fight and they get to the eyelashes. They're on the eyelashes and they're fighting. And Osmosis Jones goes, wait a second. These are fake eyelashes. And they're falling out because she's crying. Yes. I've got a plan. And his plan is to get Thrax to punch him and then split in half. So his fist gets caught in the fake eyelash. Then he jumps off the eyelash and makes it fall down into the bottle of alcohol where the virus will dissolve and die. I I don't know if the alcohol was part of his plan. It was just like, get him stuck to the eyelash while it's falling so he can run off it. But yeah, that's the final plan. That's what happens. And it's not, it's a, it's not a good action scene. Mm. It's not a good ending to your movie. It's fine in the moment, but when you think about it for longer than a second, it's like, why? Yeah, it's very passable. It's not really like a great final boss confrontation because it doesn't even happen in the body. No. That's the whole point is we have a white blood cell versus a virus. Why is it happening outside the body on a different person, on an eyelash? On a fake eyelash that she was randomly given for no reason five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very contrived and stupid. It's Especially considering that this is written by a guy who's a script doctor and who's pl- like whose job is to fix scripts. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he like, would write this obviously ending. Obviously, it's to try and get to the end goal, which is him falling in alcohol, which I've mentioned like five times already. It looks good. It looks good. It's very cool because he like lands in it and then he just starts dissolving and he, he turns like green. Yep. And all tentacly. Yeah, he turns into like a Lovecraftian sort of monster. Yeah, yeah. Like he looks more virusy, mm. more, more, more like the rest of them when he dies. But what would your ending be? Because I think my ending is just streamline it. Just streamline it, have the fight be in Bill Murray's tear duct or something and have him washed away Mm. at the last moment. Like the daughter says something about Bill Murray's wife and then he gets sad and he cries and he cries out the bad guy. You see, that wouldn't work because he doesn't actually give a shit about his dead wife. Oh, no, you've got me there and I hate it. He should have, the, the kid would have been like, this is like that one time where you vomited on a teacher and he's like, oh, no. 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 <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. that's probably more like it. Yeah. My ending, my ending is they have a fight in the mouth, right? But what happens is the pillar's there as well, right? Yeah. And so they have a fight where Osmosis Jones gets like caught by the bad guy. While while the pills like aiming his gun at him, right? Yeah. So then Osmosis Jones is like, shoot him. That's what you were designed to do. Get rid of viruses, whatever. And the pills like, yeah, but if I shoot him, I'll kill you. But then Osmosis Jones is like, remember manipulative membrane or whatever, right? Mm, he can split and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says that, and then the pills like, oh, the pill realizes what their plan is. But the bad guy doesn't, and then the pill shoots at him, and Osmosis Jones splits splits right as he shoots at him. Bam, he ices the bad guy. The iced bad guy falls out of the mouth. Into the alcohol. He's, like, breaking out of the ice. He's like, no, and then, boom, hits the alcohol, does the thing. That's cool. Maybe a thing to make that a little bit more emotionally impactful. Swap places, have the pill sacrifice himself and die. Oh, shit. At the end as well. That's that's great, Sandra. But also then you couldn't have the pill in the TV show, could you? But anyway, we got an objectively worse ending in the actual yes, movie. Not correct. very good. Um, so the, the virus is dead, uh, but the temperature is still rising and the city is falling apart. And Bill Murray dies. Until the daughter leans over him and cries a tear into his mouth. A tear that contains Osmosis Jones, just so he can get back in the body. Yeah, uh, whatever. So Bill Murray sneezed out the only white blood cell that had the cure for him on it, fighting the singular virus cell that was killing him. Then his daughter cries that same blood cell back into him, and the blood cell was able to go and (laughs) restart him. And restart him, and now Bill Murray's alive again. He's brought back to life, and the city is restored. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. This ending doesn't work. The final act is a mess. The ending was poorly done, but I don't know. I like the movie. Uh, and Osmosis Jones is now a hero. He's a hero cop. Uh, he gets the girl, even though, again, they're cells and there is no gender in cells. Yes. Oh, when they first meet, she makes a, like, a, you want to divide with me? I hear you mostly divide with yourself. Oh, that was a funny masturbation joke. <laughs> yeah, it was a masturbation joke. And I was like, that's great. But also, yes, that's how cells work. They just divide themselves. <laughs> that's how cells are asexual. I don't know why... 
Well, they're not sexual because they're cells, but you know what I mean. They, they have no sex. They just divide. There's no gender in fucking cells. Well, apparently there is gender in these fucking cells because they're fucking. I Because uh, the cells are fucking. I guess it's probably because Bill Murray, you know, he's an older guy. He still believes in the construct that is gender and therefore his body is quite old and all his cells are gendered because he's a bit of an old man. With old views. Yeah, you hear that? You hear that, Bill Murray? And yeah, that's the end of the movie. He goes on a hike with his daughter. He starts eating carrots and shit. And then he farts out the mare. (laughs) He doesn't even hike, though. They drive up the hill and then they walk five meters up to a rock. Yeah. And he's like, I'm exhausted, (laughs) which is great. That is Osmosis Jones. All in all, it's fun. And it's enjoyable. It's like a solid three stars. It's just good. Yeah. And that's about it. It's just fun. So I will give it a goodie, but it's not one of the better films of the year. But it is better than a lot of the kids stuff that we've done. Like, I think it holds up definitely better than Cats and Dogs for me. Like, Cats and Dogs is not great IMO. Uh, But this (laughs) was a lot better. I like Cats and Dogs more than this movie. I'll, I'll say that. I know you disagree, but I think this just would just go all in on making this an adult comedy, and I think it would have been great. I think, yeah, you could take this in two directions. I think this movie is fine at the level of humour it is. Mm. They just need to change the story to make it less stupid. And also give Bill's Mar- Bill Murray's whole arc just a redo. Uh, just cast someone else. Cast someone it's else. Bill Murray. He just wants to go and make sad movies about divorce. Just let him do that. Don't cast him in kids' movies anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I feel like Bill Murray could have just emptied it up a bit. I just make the outside a bit less gross. Yeah, okay. You could have. You could have made the like the human story. Make it a bit more like um like the Lego Movie, right? Make the outside story a bit more just real but tragic. Because the problem was he was like gross. I feel like you could have made it more like the the Lego movie where it's like, oh yeah, he's trying to connect with his daughter, but he can't. He's got a drinking problem because his wife died. Like, just make it a bit more gritty real, and he's unhealthy because of his wife dying, that sort of thing. Okay. And that's why he gets this disease, and not like he's a gross human being that eats monkey egg. He does. Oh, and also puts his ingrown toenail up on the table for everyone to see because a waiter comes over and is like, no shoes, no service. And he's like, I'm disabled because I have an ingrown toe. (laughs) That was dumb. That was really dumb. That was dumb. Oh, dear. I'll give it a goodie as well, but it's definitely, it's it's a worse of a, it's a lesser of a movie than most goodies. Yeah, no, agreed. I, I, it's a fine watch, but it could have been a lot better. There's a lot of missed potential here, which is a shame, because I like the theme and concept a lot in this movie. Uh, so two goodies there for Osmosis Jones, but pretty light goodies on the light end of the spectrum for goodies. But still goodies. You know what? This is like evolution. Yeah. It's like evolution. It's that level of humor. Exactly like evolution. It's fun, but could have been better. Could have been a lot better, yeah. But it's still pretty fun. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Are you a grown-up who loves Disney? Are you a grown-up who wants all the facts? Are you a grown-up who spends copious hours arguing with friends and family about the deep intellectual properties of your favourite Disney movie? Do you want to delve deeper into the realms of Disney with us? I'm Stacey. And I'm Georgina. And And together, together, we're Disney Grown-Up. We are the place to get all of the intellectual debate on your favourite Disney movie. Get all of those fun facts. And a whole heap of raw reactions to all of those interesting Disney movie moments. You can find us where any good podcast is found or on our website, thatsnotcanonproductions.com. Join us for Disney Grown Up. You know you want to. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. All right. Sandra. Yes. It is time for River 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 Red Blood Cell Reviews. Oh, we're doing the reviews first? All right. Well, let's do it. Oh, yeah. I kind of skipped the uh, the whole crossover thing. but um... We'll do that afterwards because that segue was so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I came up with it earlier <laughs> and it's the joke I'm sticking with. All right. This is the part of the show where I get reviews. You got to guess the scores between... Uh, 0.5 and 5. Uh, they're from Rotten Tomatoes. They're from the audience, because the audience was a bit critical of it. I okay. don't know why. This will be interesting. Eric says, oh, I liked this film as a kid, but uh, now I see they really kind of wasted Bill here. Oh, well, at least we got some sexy blood cells. I don't know. 3.5? Uh, that one's actually 2.5. 2.5, okay. We got... Tom, who says, for an animated movie, appropriate for school settings, it's really good. As a Friday night date movie, (laughs) not so much. Oh, no. No, no, no. You did not. I, like, or was it they went over to one of their houses and were like, we'll put on a movie and they chose this? Yeah. Or was it in 2001 they went on a date to the cinema and saw this? Which one do you think yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah. There's a backstory to this review <laughs> that we, we need to know, <laughs> I, Tom. I need to know. What happened? Did did you get the second date mm. is the question. I'm going to say that's probably a still saying it's good, smiley face. I'll say three. It's a four out of five. Wow. Four out of five. All right. They were quite positive. So I'm guessing that they got a second date. Yeah, true. We have Rich, who says, when the question ever comes up, quotation marks, more Bill Murray or more cartoons, end quotation marks, the answer cannot be anything but more Bill Murray. Oh, this person wants more of Bill Murray in this movie. Interesting. Okay. Well, if they want more Bill Murray but don't love the cartoons, then they're probably not positive on it. I guess, because this is a very cartoon-heavy movie, so it's probably 2.5. Ooh, it was actually 1.5. You're right. They were were quite negative about this. Even harsher. Yeah, yeah. They really wanted Bill Murray. No, I bet they did. (laughs) We have Johnny, who says, Wacky characters and fluid animation make this movie a lot of fun. (laughs) One character that stands out to me is Thrax. His death is just so satisfying. It's true. Could have used less live action, though. Mm. 
interesting, interesting. Also, the mm. use of the word fluid was very funny there. Good pun. <laughs> Let's say that's probably a solid 3.5. That is a 3.5. Oh! You got the word on the dot. It's my first positive. It's my first correct guess in two weeks. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, really? I think oh, so. I didn't notice. Whoops. Uh... <laughs> Good job. Thanks. We have uh, Alex who says, I've been forced to watch this movie like 300 times when I was in middle school. Why? So I can only assume it was lit. Why? Would, <laughs> why did you watch it? Like, Was it your sibling? I hope it wasn't your school was making you watch this over and over again. I've been there before. I've had a sibling who's watched a movie in a car 300 times and I've just had to watch it like 300 times because they watched it that's right if you grew up when this movie was like if you were a kid when this movie came out that was the era of watching movies in cars on long car trips Mm. with the family so that's probably where it is that's true um i'm gonna say that's probably a solid oh they've gotta hate it surely one but they say so i can only assume it was lit though sandra yeah i don't know they don't seem to like it though because they use the word forced Yeah, but they assume it was lit, so they don't know it's lit, but they've watched it 300 times. Oh, I don't know. Two. Two out of five. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm criticizing, I'm just criticizing them because I'm like, what does that mean? You watched it 300 times, but you're assuming it was lit? Do you not remember it after watching it 300 times? Maybe they only watched it once, but they can't count. So they're like, that means 300. I don't know. I'll say two. It's four out of five. It, it was positive. Okay. I think they were an adult coming in and re-reviewing it because they watched it as a child. But still, none of it makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Speaking of doesn't make sense, oh, we no. have our final review by Lance, who says, I love it. Very good. The best of the best. Greatest. Asmosis Jones is my biological father. What? <laughs> explanation mark, explanation mark, explanation mark, one, one, one. Uh, explanation mark, explanation mark, explanation mark, explanation mark, explanation mark, explanation mark, oh mark, one. I hate that. That's <laughs> got to be a meme. Oh, my. I hate everything. I will say that is five out of five. No cap. Uh, the review... Or what they rated it. What they rated it. That review was a one. (laughs) (laughs) That review is great. They're your biological father because I guess you just watched it a lot. (laughs) Is that what that is? It's five out of five. (laughs) You got it correct again. Well done. Wow. And I'm going to guess your one. The first one you mentioned Sexy Cells. So I feel like that's probably yours because you hinted. you, You hinted, but maybe it's not. Maybe you're throwing me off. Maybe your one was the 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 last one <laughs> it was very dumb and stupid i'll guess the first one but i don't know it was the first one it was the i i cut out the bit i wrote white bloods we, at least we got some sexy white blood cells slash pimple bacteria but i thought if i said both of those it would be really obvious i would have known yeah 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 so i cut out that little bit there but you still caught on and i was like oh shit all right <laughs> let's travel back in time and let's do a crossover between osmosis jones and a random movie we've covered on the podcast before a random number generator's given me 125 which i feel like we've had recently so, if it's something... Oh, but no, no, it's not something that we've done recently, actually. Oh. Because uh, last week was 124, The Gate. This week is one, 125, Beverly Hills Cop 2. 
Oh, hey, this works perfectly. Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock. Oh, and it's also such a great crossover because that means we've got the zebra from Madagascar and Donkey yes. from Shrek in the same movie. So so what's happening here? Who Who is our body that we're infecting? Because obviously they are two white blood cells, right? Well, yeah, there's, there's two ways to go about this. So I'm like, Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop is turned into a cell? No, no. Or it's his body. It, I think it's his body. But we still need a cell played by Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, I think he could be both be the person and the blood cell in his body. Or we could just have a different person. And it's just... I think it's just a blood cell played by Eddie Murphy. It's gonna be it's gonna be Beverly Hills Cop though. It's gonna be a proper crossover with Beverly Hills Cop. Oh right, because it's like a crossover, right? I think you could have. Uh, oh, it doesn't make any sense the whole shrunk down thing. Though. No, unless it's like inner space. He goes into like, to like a pod. Yeah, like you could do an inner space sort of thing, but I think instead you have eddie murphy as the person and have an eddie murphy cell a cell oh and the cell's just a big fan of axel yeah 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 it's a big fan of the body and it's like they have a bit where eddie murphy looks in a mirror and is like brushing his teeth and the cell's like hey that's one <laughs> sexy little guy yeah you know? that's that's it that's it so i've got it okay so he's going up against a criminal right axel foley is on a case mastermind uh let's say jewel thief that was the second movie but anyway we'll do it again jewel thief <laughs> yep but the jewel thief is sick mm. and during a punch-on at the start of the movie because they're fighting right during that punch-on oh some sickness is shared yeah yeah, yeah. they have a punch-on and the bad guy like sneezes full-on in eddie murphy's face and eddie murphy goes oh what the and it's a super super virus and uh it enters the blood and osmosis jones has to team up with his new uh but sandro yeah how did osmosis jones get there well it's quite simple he got a blood transfusion in between movies because bill murray died and donated some of his organs no 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 that's not what i was gonna say i was gonna say that bill uh murray Became a nicer person. Oh, and donated blood. And donated blood, yes. And so Osmosis Jones and the assistant lady and the pill all took a transfer to the to the body, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they're in this new body. And then, of course, whole sneeze uh, thing happens. He gets super sick. Axel Foley's like, no, I, actually, I need to catch this bad guy. Oh, he's got to catch the killer while he's caught a cold. Yeah, like, he's, like, deathly ill and everyone's like, just go home just... and take some sick leave. <laughs> and he's like, no, I need to get him. <laughs> and so it's like the two stories kind of mirror each other because uh, the virus yeah. is also, like, a pretty evil but silly villain. Yeah. And they've got to kind of do the same sort of thing. And the the uh, the um the Axel Foley, like, white blood cell is also super obsessed with getting the bad guy. But Osmosis Jones, he's been in that situation before, was he's obsessed. So he, he tries to, you know, calm him down, you know? Uh, and we've... Uh, and we've got Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock trying to... Ca- that's such a good idea. Who plays the uh, 
Who? Oh, and the guy that plays the bank robber also voices the virus. Yeah. Oh my god, that's genius. Yeah, because yeah, it's the bad guy there, and it's the bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's great. I would actually watch this. This is a like one of the rare sequels. Yeah, that I yeah, would yeah. This is watch. a great movie. This is a very entertaining movie. Ah, oh, and it's called. Beverly Hills Cell. There's there's a title there somewhere. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 4, which they are making at some point. So, so we'll probably have to do three before four comes out because we haven't actually seen Beverly Hills Cop 3. But anyway, I reckon that's the episode right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was that was good. This was great stuff. It was a fun episode. Um, uh, thanks so much for everyone for listening. Thank you so much for telling your friends about the show. That really helps out getting you ears on this bad boy. I uh, just called our <laughs> podcast the bad boy. That's us, the bad boys and <laughs> podcasters. Uh, thank you so much for reviewing us on iTunes or Spotify. That also helps get uh, new eyes on this bad boy as well. Mm. We are on YouTube. YouTube, we are on Instagram, we've got a Facebook page, and we've of course got patreon.com forward slash oldie buddy goodie pod. Up right now is the review of Wild at Heart, the fifth episode in our K-Drama. Yes. The sixth episode in our K-Drama out next week, the final of that long series, which is going to be a lot of fun. You can be our little viruses and go spread the podcast to other people i like that idea infect them as it were but patreon.com forward slash oldiebuddygoodypod for ad free episodes for bonus episodes all that good stuff that is it thanks to josh cake for our theme song thanks to that's not canon productions for everything that they do as well uh and uh thanks to zach who's gonna read a bunch of words at me while i make a decision Ah, ah, cheers, Sandra. It's not often I get thanked for doing the end bit that we always do at the end of the podcast. But you know what? Thank you, Sandra, for listening to me. And thank you. Oh, we're almost at episode 200 as well. Uh, So we are in a thankful mood. That's going to be a fun episode, I reckon. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to do something a bit different for that one. Mm. I'm not sure what we'll do. We'll, we'll see when we get there. We'll think about it. Maybe we'll, like, say that we're going to review Beverly Hills Cop 3, but then we never do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think that we've done that before. would be silly. <laughs> uh, speaking of something silly, you're going to pick, pick next week's movie. Yay! Your options are, we've got the American Outlaws. Ooh. Residents of a small town. Yeah, pretty much. Try to stop. The plans of a new railroad. Okay. So, exactly. Just a very average Western, yeah. We have Blood, the Last Vampire. Oh, okay. Uh, which is an anime about a vampire that works for the government to fight demons. No. Love me some animus. It depends on the art style. Oh, it's only 50 minutes long. That's not a real option. Who put this on the list? <laughs> I think you did. Um, we have Captain uh, Carell's Mandolin. Captain Carell's Mandolin. All right. A woman begins to fall in love with an Italian commander stationed on an island during the war. It's got an all-star cast, including our boy, Nicholas Cage. Oh! Oh, yeah, Nicolas Cage, Penelope Cruz, Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
A solid 28%. 28%? Wow, that is way lower than I... I thought that was going to be like, you know, an award-winning whatever. And we did. that is low. <laughs> I think I might have seen this. I don't know. Nicolas Cage in his romance roles is always very average. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I think uh, they should have done for that movie? Is uh, Jumping Ship. Is that a reference to the other uh, to another option? Yeah, because that's the name of the, the film, oh. the next film. It's called Jumping Ship. <laughs> it's a Disney Channel sequel to Horse Sense. Teens are stranded on a desert island, surrounded by pirates. I'm googling it just to see if this is an actual movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's real. It is on Disney Plus, and it is a sequel to a movie called Horse Sense. Yep, it's a real thing that is on the list that you have an option of choosing. I think it's set in Australia. We don't have pirates in Australia. Yes, we do. They're just called Eshe Bras. <laughs> Eshe Bras? Eshe Bras? Give me your Eshe Booty Bras. We've set our, um, uh, on Facebook Messenger, we've set our nicknames as Eshe Bra. So whenever one of us messages the other, it just says Eshe Bra message. Eshe Bra. That's a very local reference to yeah. uh, white guys with mullets in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, s- speaking of white guys with mullets, uh, we have Rat Race. Uh, which is six teams of people race across the world for a big prize. And this one has a very famous cast of people. Okay. Even more famous than that other stupid movie. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, Rowan Atkinson, yes. John Cleese, Whoopi yes. Goldberg, yes. Brecken Meyer. Yes. Holy. Oh, it's directed by one of the Zucker brothers. Oh, I love a good Zucky. Yeah. I always say, give me a Zucky, daddy. It is a comedy from 2001, though, so I don't know. These are some terrible choices, not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah, these are really bad choices. Look, uh, Jumpy Ship sounds fine. We're not doing a Disney Channel movie. I know, I know. We've done too many of those. Especially a sequel. If it was just its own thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a sequel, which means you would have to watch both the movies, which is not happening. Blood, The Last Vampire. No. American Outlaws? No, it's just another... We've already done an average Western this year. That is true. Nicolas Cage. We've done a lot of Nicolas Cage, and I feel like... That is true. We're a bit caged out. And this one... That one was 28%. I was hoping it would be higher. Yeah, it's more of like a romance war movie, which, I don't know, not super interesting considering that we did Original Sin last week. That is true. So I guess we got to do Rat Race. I mean, I love Naked Gun. I've definitely heard of Rat Race. You have heard of Rat Race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of this movie. I haven't seen it at all. All right. Next week, we'll do Rat Race, which will be a lot of fun. Rat Race sounds like the podcast. Mm. We're rats. And we're racing to uh, get these out before I die of COVID. <laughs> well, that's, that's, yep, that's right. We are going to bank every episode for the rest of the year. <laughs> And then reveal in the final episode that you died months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just died of a disease. That's it. Let's wrap it up with the best quote from Osmosis Jones. What have you got for me, Sandra? What, what, what's your favorite quote? I'm curious. Mine is to quote Mayor Fleming, uh, who is, of course, voiced by William Shatner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a lengthy quote, though, so just bear with me. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Good evening, citizens of... Frank, in the past few weeks of my campaign, my opponent has thrown around a lot of 
fancy words to try to confuse the issues. Words like exercise, low fat, and diet. (gasps) Words designed to scare us into changing what has worked for so many <laughs> my God. years. Yeah, this was a long scene in the movie. I don't know why they had uh, such a long scene here. <laughs> well, I say let's stay the course. Remember, a fat Frank is a happy Frank. It's true. That's the quote. Yeah, it's my favorite quote from the movie. Yeah, wow. That was, uh, yeah, no. I forgot how long that one was. Yeah, every time William Shatner's on screen, it's like, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite, uh, to, to, to quickly finish this up, was from uh, when he was talking about his backstory with, with the pill and how he was living in the crack. Yep. Um, and it's, you ever try to blow dry your hair with a fart? <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, he did say that. Because <laughs> he, he was poor, so he lived in the crack. And then the pill's like, don't say that, I'm going to throw up. This movie's a bit rude, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. 